Here we go. Ready to go. Right. We are rolling. This is We're Talking Jags. Uh, uh, mm, sorry. Well, well. Can we start over, please? <laughs> Let me uh, mark that for time. All right. So this is We're Talking Jags. I'm your host, Nick, here in the studio with... Chandler Cobb, Josh Cobb, and Miles Joyner. And this is the second episode of the season, guys. For the fifth game. Fifth game. That's yes. right. All right. Sure. Whatever. We're, we're, we're with it. Yeah, guys, man. what happened with the Jags today? Dude. Today. Hit me with it. It's October 11th. It's weird. It's spooky. 2020. But it's familiar. We lost. Yeah. <laughs> Same old crap. Something's in the river. Now, I believe I called last week to be 21-14, us winning. Mm. Uh, uh, I don't even remember what I called, but... Oh, did, I, did we say something like that? Yeah, we did. <sighs> we did, yeah. And I'll, I'll admit to the listeners at home, I'm eating a hefty helping of crow right now. <laughs> it's not the best. I've, covered, I've doused it in hot sauce, I mean, and it's not helping. You not can't, working. You not can't working. feel bad because you feel like the team might do what they're supposed to do and put a victory out there. The score today, Chandler, what was it? 30-14. to 14. Mm. Texans. The Houston Texans. 30-14, to 14, man. Victorious over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I can <sighs> say this. When, like, you, when you're losing Miles Jack, C.J. Henderson, who else did they miss? Josh Allen lot, on the defense today. I think we all kind of knew going into this game that it was not it was going to be a long day for Jacksonville. I don't think that we anticipated I, I was the lone even one the, who even vaguely thought we were going to win this game. We can't also forget that Josh Jones gets ejected. Yeah, so that's like one like of our injury in a sense. One of our safeties got ejected yeah. for um for targeting with an ejaculation from the field. Yeah. An yeah. <laughs> ejaculation. So, you know, I agree with you. You should have like all the team you want all the team there so that the defense can play their best. I guess those guys were our they are our leaders. Miles Jack and Josh Allen. You lose the oh, safety yeah. and it's like That was my first point in my notes today. It was the lack of leadership. We didn't also think that we were gonna stop anyone anyways though. Well yeah, but I mean if you don't have those guys, I mean, then you were definitely not giving yourself even the opportunity. I mean and, and so and so it seems like there is not only a lack of depth, um, but even more so a lack of depth in leadership. There, you know, we saw guys with captain patches on today. Uh, one was, I want to say, thrown out of the game. Uh, he may have had a captain's patch on. No? Jared Wilson stayed in the game. Okay, okay, okay. He had his captain's patch. True. Jared Wilson has his captain's patch, and he made a great interception today. So, but it's like points on the board or what uh, is something that I got for what's really disappointing me with what the Jags are doing this year. We lost our game today, and if you watched it as a fan, you saw like all the mishaps and miscues that led to the Jaguars leaving a chunk of points on the board, and we talked about it last week too. And we talked about, well, as buddies before we were recording, we talked about the week before them doing the same thing, losing a close game to the Titans where they left points on the board. And this shit is killing us, man. Like, So last week, yeah, you pointed out that we had lost to three different – our defense had lost to three different offenses three different ways. Yep. Is, this now, is this now a fourth different way that we've lost? Actually, we? actually, yes, we are on a roll. And the roll is 
a lot like this. So lay out the strategies the, the, that work against the, the 2020 Jags. The role, the, I don't All know, of them. but the role. There's, I mean, you could literally pick it, your hand it, in a it. bag and pull out a scheme and it would be fine. The role is this. The role is this. Don't win a game and play the Jaguars. Get your first win. We set a record today. The first NFL team in history. Get them, Miles. To lose three consecutive games to winless teams. So that means one team didn't have a win, got one. The second team got one. Third team got one. Here we are today. And I'll say that we still found a fourth way to lose today because it wasn't like, okay, the previous three weeks when we get beat by offenses that are doing their jobs, we got beat today by the Texans offense who didn't even really do well. Like, Horrible. they beat us in a different way, which was, it doesn't even matter if you play good, you can still beat them that way. Like, they throw picks. They had all kinds of turnovers that we should have, we had chances to turn around on points, and no. So Deshaun Watson was throwing off of his back foot. So another team foot. does find another way to beat the Jaguars. I think that the Jaguars, it, it, it's really irritating me that the front office has yet to make any sort of, like, trades or bring in any veterans or anything like that i wanted to actually um point out a complaint i had heard that since shad 2012 they had the big house cleaning only the offensive side of things has actually been swapping people in and out Mm -hmm. well the defense has been pretty Mm -hmm. solid because todd wash has been there and he had something that was already established with gus Gus Bradley. bradley but my whole but my thing about that is 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 you brought in a kicker today that Hushka like couldn't even get the ball to the field goal post, man. Like I'm sorry, Josh. Are you saying like, special teams wasn't so special today? Not at all, man. Like um, I just don't understand how like there are soccer players that could make that kick. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could go and find somebody who might have never put on a football jersey in their life. Maybe some sandalwood kickers, yeah. And to kick that ball, right. you don't only you not only miss at 49, but then you miss at 24. So you missed at 24 yards, and then you missed at 49 yards. You couldn't even get the ball to the goalpost when going for a 49-yard field goal. Which means that he goal. kicked it from, like, the 10 or, like, the 14 or Yeah, like there's that. 10 yards in the for right. the end zone right. plus the 15 that was – the ball was, like, on, like, the 15 or the 20. So points. it was, like, a 25-yard field goal on the board. That's right. six points, and they were winning 13-7. to seven. So we could have been tied. Yeah, we would have been tied going into the half. And that, I feel like, would have been a great, like, morale boost for the team to come back out and really show out, you know? Right, which leaves, which, which, you know, it's crazy when things like, errors like that happen. Because there are always, especially when it's the Jaguars playing, there are going to be missed calls. You know, there was a, I just saw it, there was a missed call, a holding call, which led the Texans to their first tutty today. And it's like, you have, we're going to always have those kind of errors. But missing field goals, uh, you know, missing assignments and zone coverage, you know, dumping the ball right over our heads. Th- these just these kind of things just it seems like it's going to be a, a thing this year. I blame both coaches today as far as the coordinators. Neither of those guys. Obviously, we've been talking about how Todd Wash can't get his shit together. But today, Jay Gruden really, Ooh. really shit the bed for the Jaguars. The bed was shit? Oh, Nasty. I mean, new what? sheets. Might even need a new mattress after this. What do you think about 13? We already flipped the mattress last year. You can't flip it Wh- twice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. You can't flip it twice. Yeah. What do you think about uh, 13 carries, James Robinson? Like, I feel like if you would have right? been tied going into the second half, he might have ended up with the 20-plus carries. 
But whenever you go into the second half and you're down by a touchdown, you're going to throw the ball around a little bit, it I doesn't, think. And do, well, so, and doesn't that say something about Jay Gruden and about, and about the, like, lack of trust Excuse me. Between our for for our offensive line, especially when you get down to the red zone and you hand the ball to James Robinson to throw, we we had some wildcat formation that you know no one's running the wildcat since 2012, and it's like you you're literally going to pull like a Pete Carroll move almost, and instead of feeding your monster in the backfield, you're gonna do some. Philly special kind of crap, and well, this is what I'm. This was bothering me, bothering me more than anything, is Shad Khan picks up the team. You know, he says he wants to do all these crazy changes and bring in all these great players and all these great front office and everything like that. But there does come a point to where the ownership can become complacent, to where there's no longer the owner is kind of checked himself out and therefore eight and eight every year is fine as long as he's meeting the minimum requirements to keep the team in Jacksonville, which I guess is a smart business move because Florida has no state I re- tax. So you're saying I respect this goes all the way up to the top. Well, what I'm saying is, is that if I feel like if Shah Khan really cared, why wouldn't you make a change already? I, I respectfully disagree. I mean, this guy is really so much so far removed like so far removed, so much so that I, I literally don't think football operations have anything to do with. That's it. my point, though. He's not. He's the one that's going to have to pull the trigger on Dave Caldwell. If and if he doesn't, then Dave Caldwell stays here for another five years. You know, Dave Caldwell goes and gets another crappy head coach, and you're stuck in the same place you've been for the past decade. Right. I don't think you pull the trigger. If you're a shot con, because you got to let this crappy, crap experiment play itself out so that you can have full legitimacy when you say none of you are coming back to this franchise next season. When you clean house is what they call that. When you do that, you want them to have played out their whole 16 game, 18 game season where they won two games. And then every single person can be accountable. If you fire someone midseason or you get rid of Dave Caldwell. What I am saying is, is that I don't know that Shad Khan cares enough about the product on the field to actually pull the trigger on firing Dave Caldwell. I think he doesn't get it. And so, and so like in a way that like Wayne Weaver got it. So like with Shaq Harris, Byron Leverage, bye. With with Gene uh, Gene Smith, right? Lane Gabbert, bye. He knew no, there was at least right. some sort he of understanding on. So I can agree with the you, like, ownership yeah. side to know the difference between keeping somebody yeah, and so letting somebody go. Like, last year, that should have happened. Last year, he should have been gone. That's what I'm year. saying, man. These guys somebody should have been be telling him something. Other than the person who he hired to do that. Why? Dave Caldwell. Like, someone has to be in his ear being like, It's not going to be Mark Lamping. I mean, he's good, at, for, he's good for business moves. He's not a football guy either. I mean, where, where is Shad Khan going to get his football information if it's not coming from Dave Caldwell? Well, that is the most dreadful thought I've had all day, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that these guys won't even know to fire their shit that they have. Like, Do, okay, so management. Dave Caldwell is not going to fire himself. That's correct. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, right on. Shad Khan is not... I don't think Shad Khan knows the difference between having a good GM. He only knows having a bad GM. I just have to think Shad Khan knows 
if he took the chance to fire old man Coughlin, then that he knows he's putting those guys out for their next experiment. He is now he's making that someone else's like, scapegoat. We heard it on the radio today earlier. Right. That if you fired old man Coughlin, then there's someone on a chopping block for the next right, go around. Right. You know what you're. We 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 were losing exactly. You give right. someone a reason to show themselves to do what they can do, and if they can't, it won't be Tom Coughlin's Which fault. Which is why we I truly really didn't that. agree with the so. Coughlin move. You know what I mean? Well, here's my. Let me say something else though. I mean, as a GM, you draft people. You had five drafts to where you drafted in the top five and none of the players that you drafted in the first round are with the team today you know we talk about like if i'm the owner of a if i'm the owner of a company and i have a my i have a store and i decide to hire somebody to be the manager of that store and they hire people with great resumes top of the class and everything like that and the people keep either leaving or getting fired. I'm not going to question the employee that decided to leave. I'm questioning the people in charge. Yeah. So you're, so your question. So the question should be, why is Dave Caldwell still here? If you can't keep your first round, like you get, you only get, if you're lucky to get five drafts to where you're in a top five. In the first round. How close is Shad Khan with the upper management on like a personal buddy buddy? I have no idea, man. I don't so even know I, if he's I, here. I kind of just had that I like that kind of like thought. Like are they his boys? No, no, no. Seriously, seriously, I was like, I was like, Shad Khan doesn't want to do this alone. Like that's like, <laughs> he literally just he doesn't want to take any of the flack by himself. If I had to look at this from the outside looking in, I'd be like, well, like. Shad Khan like doesn't trust bringing in new people. It's I think that he like just he cares doesn't... more about the infrastructure of what's going around his stadium as opposed to what's going out on the field, and that's fine to be a billionaire and to have you know different priorities. I, I'm fine with that, but the thing is, is that even even someone who runs a business should be smart enough to know that the person in charge currently is not doing a good job because you cannot keep players in Jacksonville. Let's be real, though. <laughs> Let's be real. It, it, they're not boys; they're employees. <laughs> right. But 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 I because I, I just uh, brought up like Shaq Harris and, and Gene Smith. But like those guys didn't. I don't know. They didn't. The Gene Smith at least didn't draft the way that Dave Caldwell did. And like we have to give Dave Caldwell something. He 2017 did happen, and nothing happened with Gene Smith. And so I think that there was a little bit of like, you know, of a, of a threshold that was probably given to him. I mean, look, those two guys, both Caldwell and Marone, knew they were not getting fired at the end of last season. That's my point, though. Right. That's my point, is that maybe, like, they, maybe they know, like, they're going to just get another opportunity at the end of the day because Shad Khan doesn't have the balls to actually fire them. So, I, and I kind of touched on this last episode, but so you guys are saying that, like, we can't fix what's going on on the field until we fix the upper office. Well, I think the upper office has a lot. I'm just looking at, I'm not looking at it from like a season to season. I'm looking at like the past seven seasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the past. I'm looking at a very larger. Line. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a very larger um, test, like a sample base. sample. Yeah. So like my sample base is, I don't understand how a GM can still have a job for seven years. And in five of those seven drafts, your first round pick ended up leaving and going to play somewhere else. 
your third round pick that you thought you found a diamond in the rough didn't even want to talk to you well, to even settle any sort of contractual issues that they could have had. So a lot of and a lot of that though about the whole picks being gone, they kind of blame that on Coughlin. Coughlin. Coughlin was not here when you when you drafted Blake Portals and no, then no, decided no, to give him an extension after one year. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like that's on Caldwell. I'm saying I'm saying like 2017. Coughlin comes in and changes the narrative for players, and you know grievances are filed and money is being pulled out, and and players don't want to be here because of the culture. Look, it's, even if Shotcon isn't you know highly involved in our franchise and doesn't necessarily know who or who, who he shouldn't fire and when he shouldn't fire them. If enough public outroar gets around, there's going to be enough talk around the league that Shad Khan will have to make the move. They can't sit here and continue to lose and lose and lose. They'll start to lose people who come to watch the game. They'll start to take the hit. It's 2020, in man. Their pot, though, see, I get that. Shot Khan understands that this year is a, is a loss. It's a wash. So bring them back next season right. and see what you get when you have a full regular season back. Stadiums are full. COVID is gone. What are you going to get? You're going to get a COVID-looking sta- stadium because nobody wants Dave Caldwell. the COVID is still on the sideline. <laughs> so it's he's like, going to take a hit in his pocket. And at a certain point, as a billionaire, if I take enough of a hit to my pocket, I'm going to lift my head up and look at my product. Right. At a certain, like, I get it. My head's down all day because I'm doing my paperwork and signing my checks and making my billions. But if my check comes through and it's like, man, the Jags really, I'm losing money here. He looks up for a second. He's like, what am I going to do? He's more concerned about finishing that about finishing lot J than he is about anything going on with the actual team. I'm okay with that because if you build if you build like a beautiful infrastructure around your stadium, it gives you a new reason. I'm not saying that what he's doing. I'm not saying that that's good or bad. What I'm saying is is that we as fans need to understand that if the man in charge does not have the gall to pull the trigger and make a tough decision, we're going to be having seasons like this continuously for a while. It's like 2000 to 2020 has been horrible as a Jaguar fan, man. I was going to say, as like an idiot on the ground, I don't want to know that my football team is getting wrapped up with like concrete pouring zoning laws. I mean, that's, stuff. I mean, yeah, like that's the true. It's like, labyrinth of problems. We just like, like weird. We it's don't, weird to know that it's like, well, what's affecting the Jags? And it's like, well, Jacksonville's trying to open up like a new, like, concert. Right. Hall it has nothing to do with the football team at all, yeah, right? It's like, it has well, everything to do, yeah. Down, so. Has everything to do with everything else. It's that's that's super frustrating. You guys make great points, you guys. But I was ho- I was hoping that we could get back to <laughs> you today. You said that sarcastically. On no, that. he's no, great points. Seriously, but I was hoping that we can get back today and the to today and what what happened on the field. I got a question. Do you guys see anything about like lack of fundamentals, like from, um, from any of our maybe the defensive side? You mean like a lack of a training camp? Maybe a lack of an off season? <laughs> well, yeah, or, that definitely. Yeah, you know, true. maybe some practices. But, but that these guys, not. Are, well, no, dude, I'm sorry. You're getting paid millions to be in the NFL. There's only 3,500 of you as opposed to 350 million of us. Well, split it in half because of men. But that alone, can you make that kind of like, can it be that broad of a statement where it's like fundamentals? These guys are playing at the highest level of football. Oh, There's yeah. no way that they can lack fundamentals, but You've they been just playing since you were six. They just don't get it. They. I think it's not fundamentals. I think it's angles. 
I think it's yes, angles great. and sensing the field and speed of the game. Obviously, they know how to base their feet and square up on a tackle when I don't know. when they're in front of the guy. I don't know about Do you guys that. know? But if you take a bad angle to that guy, that's where you look like. Do you guys crap. remember? That's where you look bad. In right. 2016, when we when think about let's take a little triple back down the road real yeah, quick. Yeah, the only one good No, hold on. Year no, listen to what I'm years. saying. So in 2015, you got your quarterback. They thought they found their quarterback, right? They went and got Blake Bortles and then what they do? They went and got Malik Jackson, which is a vetted well-known player around the league to be somebody who that you, somebody that you can build around. Then they go and get Calais Campbell. And so they're starting so they're not using the draft to say well, these guys are going to be the draft players that we draft are going to be the guys for the future. What they're saying is, is they're not only going to be the guys for the future, but they're also going to have these veterans that are going to assist them and helping them get to where they need to be. Where is that on our team right now? Where on the defensive line do you see a veteran presence we, we that's going they, to help? We talked about that the, uh, with Z, the rookies. Zizid and the other guy, they they got caught they in a little left. COVID train. Yeah, they both left. So well, so wait, out. so they opted out because of COVID. Taven Bryan might be our oldest lineman no. right now. No, three years. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dwayne Smoot. No. You can't. No, you can't buy your way out of this problem. We, there are defensive out? players on Smoot is our street right now. On the street right now. That you could pick up that I think could help this team. For what? Come on. Two, three more wins? Yeah, why? Why would I? Why, why am I trying yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I see. Yeah, I agree. Thinking it, like let's, let's, let's get this question in here. Chandler, you've got daddy's credit card. You're buying our way out of this problem. What do you do? I got daddy's credit card. I'm buying our way out of this problem. I'm doing one thing, and I'm making sure that I'm getting a veteran defensive player that will not just be one shot year in the pants so he's got to be in the age group of 26 to 30 and he's got to be able to play for us three to four more years after we've signed him and if i like don't Calais find Campbell. anybody that doesn't make that requirement daddy's credit card's not getting swiped nick what about what about <laughs> what about saving daddy's money for next year, because no, 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 there aren't any guys on the street right now. Marcel Darius is out there, and I'm telling you, any other defensive tackle that we have currently right now on this roster, he's not coming back. Doesn't matter. Josh, you don't double down yeah. in the NFL. Sorry. I'm not saying, look, you're asking me the question. I gave you a response. <laughs> we can't double dip Marcel Darius. Yeah, we're not double. Yeah, you don't do He's a broken tortilla chip, yeah. man. Oh, man. <laughs> he's off the field for a reason. Guys. Earl Thomas, I don't know. You're right. Maybe there is no fixing it this guys. year. But let me say, like, it would have been nice to have seen some sort of effort. It would have been nice to maybe see them, like, maybe hear some rumblings about them talking to a guy as opposed to just nothing, man. You don't think we had effort like, today? I tell you who had effort today. Cam Robinson may have had his best Cam game Robinson in a had long effort. while. Gardner Minshew had effort. Gardner, Gardner Minshew, Minshew has had effort, effort every why week. Can't, why can't Gardner Minshew stay in the pocket when Cam Robinson's having That's a great day against That's my biggest thing is, what? Gardner Minshew had a decent stat line today. He didn't show poise. No. And that's something you want your quarterback to have. When I saw him take the ball, I saw him read through his options, but it happened like... With the, with the quickness? With the just, nope, 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 dumped it off. And I felt like I'm not on the field reading this defense, but that was a little quick. That was like for, you made it look like you were reading something, and then you just dumped it off. For a lot of time that he had, right? You know what I mean? He had a lot of – he had a decent amount of time back there. I think his height is starting to get to him. Ooh, I think dude, his yeah. height is starting to become a challenge, and he can't 
he can't when that see pocket back comes there. around him, right? He if he doesn't have the lane to see the receiver, he doesn't see him at all. Mm. That's why he's a little scrambler. He's a little it might scrambler. Be, you know, egg. and it might be I don't know who our quarterbacks coaches. I just don't. But it might be a thing to like. We, you know, there's there's Russell Wilson, and then there's like Kyler Murray. You might have to have a special kind of coach to work with you about seeing over the line or being mobile at the right time because those guys are able to do it. Or a special kind of play caller. I will <laughs> that say knows this: their player and needs to get right. the pocket I don't rolling and what have you. Anticipate right. the Jaguars have like I don't anticipate us winning very many more games this season. But what I do like to see. Is I do like to see LaVisca Chenault out Ooh, there yeah, making plays. Get just what he had like almost ten catches today. And it, yeah, and um, it looks great. Chenault, it's Ben McAdoo. Oh, our uh, quarterbacks good. Quarterbacks. Our, our quarterbacks good. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Thank you. Um, That's you got. If you got complaints, send them to Ben McAdoo. Wait, was McAdoo the guy <laughs> for the Giants? Yes, was, former New York Giants. Oh my God, that's our quarterback coach as of February twelfth of this year. Yes. Whoa, that's the Daniel Jones guy. Like, where he was a part of that Daniel Jones fiasco. Start. Yeah. Wow. But also, I mean, there's also some other positive things. I mean, James Robinson looked like he has a chance to be a real running back in this league, which I'm excited about. Well, they didn't yeah, feed did him. Put any good fantasy points on the board, at least. Like, no. it was all right because they aren't they aren't feeding our players. Me and Chandler both share. James uh, Robinson wins Duck of the Week. Duck alert. Oh, he, oh, yeah. Quack, quack. Yeah, because, oh, but man. it's also because Jay Gruden wins duck alert of the week because you it's gotta have be more a fourth and one. Doing his job, a bigger quack. You have a fourth and one to, I don't even know what the score is at this point. doesn't matter. They're probably down by like seven or ten. Fourth and one on the four. You motion out Gardner Minshew like he's a receiver, and you wildcat to James Robinson, and this is why he earns Duck of the Week, because he tried to make a pass like a quarterback when he plays running back and fumbles the ball in classic Jack style, and it led me to this question in my mind when I saw that play. Can Doug Marone keep his job for another week? Mm, I don't know. I don't see see them... Doing that. You don't see him jumping the gun no. just like the Texans just fired Bill O'Brien or that has been long overdue. The Atlanta never, Falcons just fired. Promised. See, that's the thing. They promised Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell to be here for the 2020 season. No one has ever promised Bill O'Brien anything. They just they just been sitting back and just watching him like we're watching, motherfucker. It leads me to believe that he's right, which scares me to death because if Shotgun did pay attention. He would see that there's already been teams pulling the pulling the trigger on, yeah, like their coaches, Falcons. Yeah. Today. So if he was involved with the NFL and he was watching, he'd be like, hmm, scratching his little mustache. Maybe I should do that to Doug Marone. <laughs> but he has done it before, Gus Bradley. Yes. Yeah. And, and so and so and that means. That, but he still like kept Dave Caldwell. Like I said, like I said earlier. This will be the third time that we have an interim coach come in, and look where we are now. He's never fired his GM. Never. He's, yeah, true. He's had Dave it, Caldwell it, the whole time, it's man. Time. I feel like he's ti- like I feel like he's scared to make. He's scared to cut the cord because if he doesn't have Dave Caldwell, then Shad Khan's football acumen just went down to like zero. I don't think he's ever had any, but well, you get what I'm saying though. Yeah, he right, doesn't right. have anybody to lean on at that point. Right. There is nobody that Gone he down further in the number. He line. might be right. He might maybe has like a trust issue or something. Like 
Maybe we gotta trick him into thinking like maybe someone's gotta explain how football relates to cricket. You know, something like. <laughs> Or well, soccer. did you see that Tony Khan posted because Fulham isn't or doing wrestling. too good? Tony Khan posts on Twitter that you know, hey, uh, Twitter world, I'm real sorry for the way Fulham's been playing. Da 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 da. All this and that says nothing about Jacksonville. Like I know Tony's probably not a part of the Jaguar franchise as much as he might be with AEW and the Fulham soccer team, but. Like, it's still nice to know that, like, the front office still cares enough to put something out there on the field that's worth watching. And if the owner's son and the owner hasn't yet to acknowledge that, you know, since they've came into this, since they've came into this franchise, we've lost two thirds of our games. I mean, that's worth noting, man. Like, I I just, I'm kind of, I don't like to mention his name he is such he is so relevant to me even though he holds you know the keys to decisions i literally think this this goes to fundamentals and position coaching it's funny you mentioned that ben mcadoo is quarterbacks coach had i known that i've been mentioning his name a lot more um as far as like pointing fingers but like i i, I you see I man these guys are out there flashing Sidney jones gets his first pick today colin johnson gets his First touch, his first career tutty, you know, shouts out to Keenan McCarroll. He's been a great uh, uh, coach for these receivers in the past two to three years. Question that whole thing with Sidney Jones, though, is that if that guy was doing that today, then why wasn't he on the field earlier? Like, what, what is preventing him? What other corner on that secondary is preventing that man from getting game time? Next man up, bro. I mean, but that's... But what I'm saying is, is that there wasn't enough... There wasn't enough think process to be like C.J. Henderson. I mean, yeah, he's going to get his time because he's a first rounder. You're going to have these other players like what Hayden, D.J. Hayden, got he was hurt for what like two weeks. Trey Herndon got injured. Yeah, I mean, and you don't bring Sidney Jones off the off the bench until C.J. Henderson has determined that he's out for the game. Yeah, that's it's. You shake your head and you don't understand. You, you I don't get it, man. You think, I think that you would be able to coach better. the team better in a sense if you watch the games and you watch how the play calls go and you think, wow, where's this guy been the whole season, this Sidney Jones guy? Why is he fourth, fifth string corner? But you're not. You don't know. You sit there. You watch the game. You shake your head. The Jags continue to like just have me contemplating my fanhood. I sit here and I like play games with myself where I yell at the TV and I say, I know they're just going to bring up Jay Gruden as the interim head coach. And if they do that crap, I'll never be a fan again. And I don't mean that, but (laughs) they pushed me there. They pushed me to those limits, man. Bro, it's been 20 years. Watching how bad it is. Of watching really bad football. Like, think of it. Like, in the past 20 years, they've only had one home playoff game. And that was in 2017. And even then, you've only gone to the playoffs a handful of times. I mean, people want to say that the Browns, you know, the Browns used to be like the butt of the NFL and the joke of the NFL. And I'm still going to be a fan till the day I die. But things need to change. Like, if we're going to consider ourselves to be something that's worth competing against. I mean, I'm tired of like our team or our players go on Twitter and claim that they get like just roasted 
like regularly you know and it's just like that right there should mean more to them than it does to me and somehow i still feel like i i care about it more it's than they a do paradigm shod can shod Khan can't even wrap his brain around that I would just, piss me off like I would be pissed off if I was a player and I continued to get roasted. And then the guys flashing in the pan, like you were saying, is all the unfortunate because what it means is we just look like the gold mine to all the NFL. Mm-hmm. When they see our young talent, they're like, there's got to be a way that we can I get can one of these work. guys off of that guy. Yeah, off of like that you team. go ahead and check this out. They'll Josh. come and play for our franchise, no doubt. We were talking about Sidney Jones. Um, I'm looking at the stats of uh, Pat Downs. Sidney Jones, four Pat Downs today. One INT. This guy played lights out. That's what I'm saying, man. Three, he was so, on the bench. Total, solo tackles. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. What? I have no clue what he was doing. I mean, he like those. He was, that he stat line today. to me is better than C.J. Henderson's stat line no, for any game seriously. that he's had all game all seriously. year. Seriously, yeah, I know. I totally. This guy was balling today. C.J. Henderson wasn't balling like that. I mean, yeah, he had his you know first pick and you know it was I think it was the first game or whatever, but. Yeah, just wanted to throw that out. Kaylevon Chason didn't look like he was able to do anything, and that's because you don't have somebody in the middle to take up those extra offensive linemen to give him the time to get to the quarterback. It's like everything within this game is reliant on the person next to you. It's a complete team sport. There is no... There is no... um, Maybe the quarterback might be the only exception to the rule. But outside of that... Every other position on that field has to rely on the person next to them in order to do or to reap good benefits, to see good benefits. Yeah, he had a half a tackle today. He's at the bottom of the stat line, Caleb on chase on today. Bottom of the stat line. I'm saying he's a first rounder too. Sack guru. Sack guru. Mr. Sack guru had a half a tackle and a, a pat down. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a first-rounder, man. So you got C.J. Henderson, first-rounder, got injured. You have Caleb on chase on out there getting – Half of a fucking tackle. <laughs> First round. I'm blaming Dave Caldwell for that. At least when Ramsey came into the league, he was still pretty damn good as a rookie. Yeah. Um, Can we beat the Lions? I know. Uh, would, would you want to? Would you guys want to win? No, anymore? I don't want to win this year. Yeah, I want. No, I no. want to get first overall. Heard I want to get our quarterback. <laughs> And get the hell out of 2020, I'm, dude. I'm like, not opposed to it because I'm. You saw me when I came into the house today. I was ready for it. I was ready for it, dude. I was ready. Yeah, for low it. energy. Yeah, lower energy. Very ready low for energy. the poop. I was also tired, but I was ready for the poo poo fest. Yeah. Well, and I'm ready for more, dude. I mean, bring it on. <laughs> Just yeah. I mean, we're not gonna stop. On. That's the poop thing. Like, me. we don't stop watching, and that's the like. That's I know that I would be considered insane. Like. <laughs> My love for Jaguars football is considered insanity. It's true because we know what we're going to get. Yeah, I know <laughs> the outcome. I know what the outcome is going to be going into the game with our th- with three starters on each level considered to be captains on the team. They're out. Like, you're not – I mean, the reason why they're there, the reason why they're captains on the team is because they're good enough to be the captains on the team. If they are not in the game, you're not. I mean, what are you doing? Can you like, explain? Can I? I mean, three hundred and one yards from Gardner Minshew. I want to say it was two tutties. Yeah, two tutties. Thirty-one for forty-nine. No picks. Uh, no picks. No fumbles. Ninety-four rating. How in the hell? First of all, is James Robinson not getting tutties? 
Garvin Minshew threw to nine different guys today. It's because we're nine, trying to throw the ball with James Robinson on the four-yard line. I don't understand how we're not scoring. We're getting As, cute in the aside, red zone. Uh, yeah, aside from that cute crap, I don't understand how we're not scoring in the red zone. Or, you know... As of, as of late. I don't get it. It, it. You know, people talking about... Uh, We're actually efficient in the red zone. We just don't right, get right, to the right, red zone. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm in, like, a reception of today. But, like, you know, I don't know. People were talking about, you know, tanking before the season. And it's like, that call today looked, you know, going for the Wildcat looked like a tank move. Yeah, it just looked like you're bullshitting. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It looked like some shit you do in the preseason. What is going... Or practice. We always, like, it's unfathomable to think that a team purposely tanks. Yeah. But the Jacks have done an exceptional job at putting, like, an authentic product out there that is just crappy enough to actually tank. To be the equivalent for for a whole season. That's why you let everybody go. That's why the guy that you let go, Ronnie Harrison, today ends up getting an interception for a touchdown. And it wasn't no whack-ass, like, 10-yard touchdown. It was, like, 49 yards intercepted and going running it in for a tutty like you know what i'm saying man like this like if you want to talk about somebody intentionally taking maybe the jaguars did do it but they said you know what we don't have enough depth anyway so what we're gonna do is we're gonna let the starters go and then we're just gonna let's let's see what this depth can hold let's see what we have on the team and then when you start bringing in new players those are your backups that's the only logical thing i could think of like Maybe they didn't think, maybe the analytics was there's a chance that because of COVID, the season ends short. If that's the case, then why keep them on the roster if you're not going to have a full season anyway? I mean, they had to move eight games around today just of one game that was missed. So this is why we're the laughing stock of the NFL, and this is why Kevin says that we... Actually, shouts out to Kevin for not being here on this episode. This is why he always says that we are the definition of insanity is because no other team in the NFL gives someone three chances to revamp a team or three chances to revamp their defense, which is exactly what the Jags have given Dave Caldwell and Todd Wash. Other teams are laughing at us, pointing their fingers, and just happy as all lucky because the Jags are going to be crap forever because we don't make changes anywhere. Everybody's like pushing the blame on somebody else. And then when that guy goes, then who's to blame next? Other teams are all like, if they don't get it within one season, we'll, we'll blow the whole thing up. The Jags seem so reluctant to do that, that it scares anybody who's a long-term fan. If you're still left out there with us, it'll scare you to death because you're thinking, Oh my gosh! They don't even know what to do. They don't even know how to blow up their whole franchise. Well, well, damn! You guys have painted us into a very dismal corner. I hate to say it though. I mean, I think you've been. I think we've been driven there. You know, I mean, I'm pretty optimistic for the most part on usually are yeah on on a lot of things. And I just for some reason, until there are people putting in their final clock out on this team, you're not. Gonna for I don't foresee there being enough changes to make anything let me throw worth. Some at you. Let, we me, a, let me let me a Brett Favre. Let me yeah, throw, you need you need a removal you. of like. Let me throw some at you. Maybe, just maybe, we made a bad decision on Jay Gruden and Todd Wash is overdue. His his departure is overdue. 
more so than it is Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell. Like, because because we have good, we have talent out there. Fair. Right? That's the flash. There is Huh? Those are the flashes. Right, all right. There's those are the flashes. You're talking about. But 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 what I'm saying is that you're gonna you're willing to keep a man for flashing. I'm willing to get rid of Ty Wash before I'm really willing to get rid of Dave Cole. I'm honestly okay with everybody going, man. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with Todd Wash leaving. I'm okay with Doug leaving. I'm okay with Dave leaving. I heard I heard Doug say something earlier on the radio, and he was like he was talking about how you know he was catching up with C.J. Henderson or Miles Jack and stuff like that. He was like, "Cause I be, he says like, "Cause I barely see these guys," and I was like, "Whoa." I, I think and, I agree and, with you. And, and it's like, and is it's that like, because of COVID? Like, wait, though? wait, wait. who's spending the most time with these guys? Position coaches, coordinators, not the general manager, not the head coach. What? Like, these guys never get brought to the chopping block. The Ben McAdoo's, the whoever's, the Jay Gruden's. Keenan. I, I like Keenan. Yeah, Keenan. <laughs> but I like Keenan. Sorry, the only position yeah, yeah. coach. I right, 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 right. That I even personally know too. Now yeah. hold up. Now, so. If it's been three years and we've been getting our asses kicked for three years yes. now, like at some point you reach the point where it's like, statistically, we'd be better just like almost hiring random people, mm-hmm. like firing everyone. I say three. I agree. No. Three years of losses, fire everyone. I mean, you got to find no. nothing right. left. No. Like, literally, try something brand spanking new. I, I. There, no. What do we got to lose? Why? What? Lose yeah. What season? are you? What are you going to do? You're going to do the same thing you did last year? The worst that can happen. No. Is and talk about season. it again as if it's. As if it's going to be corrected, which it never Honestly, will. Honestly, the only like, pr- the we o- can't do much worse than we're doing this season. Mm-hmm. No, you can. Uh, uh, you can do uh, worse. <laughs> you can go winless, or I, you can, I you know, know, you can not look as good as we do sometimes. We actually I'd rather, look good sometimes. I don't know if you fire. You don't fire Dave Caldwell. I, you can't do it because if the team is winning, let's change this scenario and say that the team does win. How many people do get to their second contract with the Jaguars? Out of all the first-round picks that he's chosen. Considering how many contracts Dave Caldwell's gave out to second-year or second-contract players, it's very minimal That's to none. That's my deal with GMs, though, is that when you have a coaching staff that can develop wins, the GM looks like he made the right decisions, and players like to stay on teams that win and sign their second contract. Also, they like to be treated fairly. And let's be real, that was not happening under the Coughlin regime. When, Co- when, Co- when Coughlin was here, <laughs> when Coughlin was here, <laughs> nobody wanted to deal with him. They, and, and I've said this countless times, so many players didn't want to deal with him in previous scenarios. And it's, I think that we did a good job at getting rid of a cancer, but we were in too deep. And so we're, I think we're so far deep that we're still trying to climb out of this Coughlin hole. And, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're blaming people again. We're choosing people to be the scapegoat again when we're just, we're just really All right, like, fine. So then what right. is it going to take for you guys to actually put some responsibility on Dave Caldwell's shoulders? Another season of this. So it's going to have to be another An- crappy season. Another season of this and, and Todd Wash is gone. I believe that Todd Wash is is literally washed up. Like, I, so, no pun intended, but I'm just saying, like, up. that's you what it's the, taking. You had the pun there, and you uh, didn't take it. You could have said he's Todd washed up, <laughs> and that was cash on the table, and you left it. You know who would have got that, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin would Kevin would have aced that one. You ate it up, pocket. Well, eight. that's what happens when your starters don't play on offense right. and defense. Yeah. You just you lose points. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm still. I mean, obviously, I I love the game. I love this team, okay. but I'm not. I don't have any high expectations. You're I'm, not gonna. You're gonna ask me what I expect this team to do, and I'm going to tell you exactly what I expect them okay, to do. Okay, really quick. I thought it was. I think it was very unfortunate because we 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 agreed that Taven Bryan was not supposed to be playing the season. It was supposed to be Ziggy Hood and the other dude. What was his name? Gunter. Gunter. All right. And it's very unfortunate that it happened the way it did. I think it was Rodney Hood. Huh? Rodney. Rodney Hood and. Rodney Hood. Right. right. Not Ziggy Hood. Sorry. But what I'm trying to say is it's very unfortunate that Taven Bryant has to be playing this year, not developing properly. And therefore, with, with what we have, I think we're. We just we're another coach out. away. This is what it'll take. We're another coach away for Dave Caldwell to lose all respect if he re-signs Taven Bryan, and that becomes Aha! the very first first-round pick that he gets to his second contract for the Jaguars. You're Gotta done. send him home, dude. Goodbye. Right. right. Close the door. Goodbye. I almost, There's no way you lose all the people that were respectable enough to get second contracts with our team, and then you're gonna. Look at play on the field the and product on the field and decide to give Taven Bryan his second contract with our team. You've you've lost. That's it. No and, more. And you're done. And he is now in his third year. Yeah. So I think next right, year right, will be the choice. Right. And we'll, mm-hmm. he's not going to be. These here. are the types of things that I feel they'll do. They'll mess this up in a way. Like literally, like if if he has to go, I want him to go with Taven Bryan. You know what I mean? Like, like that. Like yeah, fire that, them both. In that way, huh, I know. Send I know. them out like together. I know that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And so, like in that way, that like uh, uh you know, Smith goes with with you know, uh, Gabbard and uh, Harris goes with Leftwich. It's like the, I would like them to go together. I mean, like more he, literally, make I, them leave because, the building together. Because literally, you took Taven Bryan over Lamar Jackson every uh. day. Every day, you go to sleep. Ta- uh, Dave Caldwell, you. I know you're thinking about it. I know you are. Well, that's the point. We're all disappointed with the guys who got away from our franchise that were good enough. But the one guy who's total not good, just bad, just Haven almost, still seems to be on our team. Here's another still thing that's kind of really getting play. under my right. skin that still I'm thinking about. Nothing. He's not, but he, that's my, that was my point, is that he was not supposed to be playing this year. He is literally a last resort. Why aren't you supposed to be playing if you're a first-round pick? Be yeah. <laughs> my I whole have thing. No answer for that. Well, my whole thing is is that. <laughs> <I> got him. <laughs> there's no like. There's no turning back. Once. Once the once they're like done with the season. If there's not a decision made on Dave Caldwell, then in my opinion, okay, you're stuck. With at best an eight and eight franchise, like an eight and eight season on the franchise, I'm I'm not I don't foresee and I don't care how many good draft picks he's picked up. It still reigns true that if you were if if you give a let's just use any team, give me a team in the NFL, uh, Browns, Browns, the Seahawks. You use the Seahawks GM and you give him in five drafts top five picks. Back to back to back to back to back, you're not going to see the Seahawks in the first round in the top five again for quite some time. And that's something that you still have to hold responsibility for. 
He's done that. David Caldwell has had five in the first round, top five picks, and kept none of them. Those are supposed to be, that's how you build a franchise. You bring in the first round pick and you build around them. If you're getting them and you're giving them up, you're not building anything. <laughs> yeah, but you're worried about Khan not being able to even hire the guy that replaces Dave Caldwell, so don't fire him. If you're worried about that, just go I'd rather 20 be years gone. with Dave Caldwell and see we're, if he gets it in 20 we're just, years. We're like, just so, we're removing ourselves. Where's some sort of when loyalty, start, though, when we that start, sticks to when like... When we start talking about, and I don't mean to cross talk, I'm sorry, but when we start talking about the higher-ups this way, we start removing the problems from the field. Like, we start, we start, like, focusing on the problems off of the field when literally they're 53 plus men so they're coaches besides the players that are also a part of the problem that that we never talk about like thank you for looking up the quarterbacks coach like seriously because that is an eye-opener you know it's an eye-opener that's a good point do we still have uh rob bibovich or whatever his name is yes bitch bitch uh, for sure <laughs> bitch, bitch for the off- defensive line, who's doing a horrible job, terrible, horrible, you know, uh, terrible job this year. Next, no yell, one's talking about him. You can't Next yell week, enough for them to get a sack. We play against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions have Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, one of the oldest players in the NFL, is about oldest to roaches. run all over this team, dude. He's a roach. He's a roach, and we're gonna stomp him. No, I don't think so. We're gonna stop. I hope. We, I hope. Look, I hope we do that much. I, I, if we, even if we don't win, I, I just hope we stop Adrian Peterson. Like it's like this guy is a freaking cockroach, dude. Like he's been in the league since I was in eighth grade. No, he okay, got I'm me twenty-six years old. No, yeah. It sounds uniquely hateful the way you're. No, he's been in the league longer than I've been alive almost. I'm serious. Like he's like twenty-something years in the league. You know, you, no, it's not 20. No, he's, he's been in the league for like 13 years. It's been like almost like 15 years, you're 20, dude. You're 30 years old. You're just like, we're going to squash him. <laughs> well, I just I just hope so. I, I, I look, I remember being at Wait, do we want to win or lose? We're going to take off our shoe. I mean, we're going to take off I our chancla. I mean, look, I'm not opposed to losing out. Like if it, like it if it happens. So like, stop Adrian Peterson, but lose. But the lose. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. But that's I, some really lofty goals you got there. <laughs> I'm loving this logic this squash season. Squash him. <laughs> but only a little bit. Squash him, but lose. It's like you know, make it look sexy. <laughs> Make it look sexy. The loss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's... How many... Be. See, this is going to be the question, fellows, is we can sit here and rehash this. We're going to have to think about many different ways to... It's basically we come in here and we ask the actual questions that, like you said, remove things from the field. This is so hypothetical. We don't even know what our, we're doing. Like, Right. It sucks. This is like the worst place to be. You're thinking about your team's upper management. And honestly, you're not even able to think honestly, about just your team. Honestly, season's not over. Oh, we got a long oh, way. Oh, we got a long, long, way, to long go. way to go. I'm going to get back on the other side of what I just said, like and that, which is the season's not over. The Jacks have one time we turned around a four and seven team to a nine and seven team into the playoffs. It's, I think it's happened. We should make it like a point to throw banger parties for any victory we get all year. Oh yeah. When we get one, it's got to be. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Couch. We're oh, jumping yeah. off the mattress, right, baby. Right, right. Not 
at a the not, not from the top, <laughs> from a spot where you won't. You know, a little bit, right. a little bit lower, like off the dock area, <laughs> kind of. You know. It'll just be under the Matthews, does it? <laughs> uh, Logan Cook had a great day today. Um, not to mention that we only punted three times. Yeah, you know we've gotten Which so is, bad that we our punter is. I the have to best question player. why he can't kick a field goal. Right. That Which good, I heard yeah. he can't. Like what's he can't. preventing Logan Cook from I trying? I think they're going to look at him. I I have this this hunch that they're going to look at him. I I I think so. Did you guys have any uh, projections for next week, like in terms of like scores or no. anything? Oh, um, I think it's going to be seven eleven because I want a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's going to be nine to four. <laughs> How did you four, that's a good four. Nine to four. Nine to four. Who? Nine to four lions. Yeah, the lions. So we we. So it's we, our area we, code. We get, we, we acquired yeah. two, safeties. two safeties. Is that what you're saying? Yes. We okay. get two safeties. They get three field goals. Because, because that's the worst because, game in because NFL Logan history. Cook, because Logan Cook puts it the corner puts it in the corner two different times, and our defense steps up next. If week. we do that, I will give two you a hundred dollars, dude. That would be sick if you predicted two, just two safeties. I would. Yeah. I grant you. And that this is on great. the air. If you predict two safeties, I will grant you a full pack of beer. I'll take it. Full pack of beer. Deal. But that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. I don't have any. Ex- I don't have a score per se, but I do know that the Jaguars are not going to win. So. Um, Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I yeah. don't know that. So. It's, it's another match of the big cat, and I see us clawing our way out, man. You said All the last time. <laughs> big cat, big cat versus big cat. Big cat versus big, big cat. Big cat v big cat. You've big never cat seen bull. a jaguar fight a lion. Well, you're about to. Big cat bull. You said that last week, Miles. Did I? So, yes. We call them the cows with horns. I guess we're still. Part. I guess we're still climbing, climbing out of the hole per se. I hope. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. The, jaguar, <laughs> you know the jaguar is the best cat for climbing. And you heard that here first. So, hey. Yeah. At least I we like have that. that. At least we have that. <laughs> is it? The liger is the biggest know. cat you can make. I thought the tiger was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're making a cat. You know? uh, <laughs> um, See, I, when I make my ligers, I like to do sixty percent tiger, forty percent lion. But some people are more like you know. That'll 50, get you a tight on. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Just, huh. You know what? Well, you, we'll find out about this next week. <laughs> <laughs> this has been, uh, we're talking jags. God, I hope it gets better. It will. It, it's going to get better. Suck it, James O'Shaughnessy. Oh. O'Shaughnessy. I forgot about James O'Shaughnessy. I didn't let you. Uh, All right. Get well, at him next week. Yeah, we'll we'll bring it up. Get him off the field. Yeah, we'll just, we just That's want that guy I gone. Said. That's all. Outside of that. All right. Later. Yeah, so this has been... We're talking Jags. Oh, yeah. With Chandler Cobb. Josh Cobb. And Miles Joyner. And Nick. And... I'm Kevin Wyatt for right now. <laughs> Fire Todd Wash. Mr. Kevin. Fire Todd Wash. He's a hate crime. Yeah, put him in prison. That's what. Put him in prison. Thank you.